Hello and welcome to season 2 of Content Kettle. As promised, we are back with more conversations on e-commerce marketing and growth. This time, we will co-host the podcast to bring you the best tips from brands across industries and e-commerce experts. So, let's get started. Hi Ritwiza, welcome to Content Kettle. Hi, hi Sohil. For those who haven't had a chance to meet Visa before, she is the founder of Minimal, a clothing brand for women that focuses on sustainability and minimalism. Most of the products are in the purest form of cloth and in the majority of them is biodegradable uh, raw material starting from like coconut shell buttons to like uh, 99% of paper packaging. So that's what I have seen and heard about them so far, but I would let Ritwiza tell us more. about herself as well as her brand sure so uh, thanks sohil uh, yes minimal is a sustainable clothing brand when i say sustainable of course it you know it's 99% road it's never going to be 100% but yes we do practice uh, certain ideologies we try to adapt uh, certain processes which make the brand more sustainable and uh, yes the name minimal suggests it's about you know uh, minimalist basic simple designs and it's a women's clothing brand yes perfect so what was the whole motivation behind starting this brand considering there are so many other indian wear brands in india for years together i've always felt that there is a lack of a simple basic clothing i mean of course there are a lot of sellers for women's clothing i mean there is no end to it but despite i felt that there is not enough which sells to women who want maybe simple clothing or just basic plain white shirt or something uh, the ones who are they cater to people with a higher affordability range so my goal was to create a brand which was not very up on the trend scale but yes it catered to just the basics got it When did you start it? Did you come up with this during the COVID? Yeah, so this was started in peak of COVID actually in twenty twenty. So yeah, it was just on its way. Okay, so considering how people got comfortable with the uh, simple clothing, that's that's where the idea came from, or how was it? I mean, when we started, I never actually uh, thought about it that you know maybe people are actually at home and that is what they are wanting to wear. but it just turned out so and i think lockdown made our choices pretty simple and people really decided to you know go that and it just worked in our favor i think that you know we were catering to a range which is more basic and people were automatically shifting towards that side so yeah makes a lot of sense also during covid right there were many brands that came in yeah at the same time like hundreds of brands that came in so considering at the pace e-commerce industry and all was growing how did you cut through the noise to be honest like my goal was never to cut through the noise my goal was only to make enough money <laughs> you know i mean i started out with a really serious goal of no plan b i had no plan b so for me it was that i really have to have minimal you know sale and it just happened because of course you know there are times when uh, you know something doesn't work and you feel you know the brand is not doing too well you can either choose to exit at that point in time or you can just continue to you know sail through it it's it's a time you know it will go off 
uh, for me that was it because you know even if i uh, shut shop i don't have a plan b like i said so yeah i think that's just that's for everyone if you just stay there it will pass and you know you will obviously you will get past it i'm so happy that it it's working out for you because most of the no, time like i am too thank you <laughs> yeah so when i was scrolling through your website and your instagram as well right you have focused more on the cloth side of it like you know the way you outsource it from places you know the quality of the cloth and all of that right so it's pretty raw and looks like you know there's a lot of effort and energy that goes into making it happen so what was your thought process before uh, thinking of you know i'll be focusing on this sort of content as well because not a lot of brands do that they'll be focusing on the models and how fancy that looks and all of that which you are doing too but at the same time you know behind the scenes what's happening you display that as well i'll tell you sohil i think i think that you know the other brands they are also focusing on the fabric because you know that is the backbone of any clothing business i'm sure everybody is doing it without that you cannot present what you are selling it's just what you choose to market another thing is since you know i mentioned like my clothing is focused on basics and simplicity there has to be some place where you know the focus has to be more niche so i chose it to be fabric because that is what will uh, set it apart from let's say a nightwear brand or a loungewear brand you know a simple white shirt can be sold for a 100 rupees and for a 1000 rupees you can wear a white shirt plain white a t-shirt maybe you can wear it at home you can also wear it outside uh, the difference is the kind of fabric it has and the kind of stitch it has so that is something we are focusing on of course i mean we have to because uh, you know other than that we really don't have anything else i mean that's the basic thing you know we have to do i like it how specific you are with one thing and you know if this is not happening no i'm making it happen that's that's what the attitude you are having right now which is good <laughs> i mean i never noticed it but yeah probably in my head it is that way because again like i really can't work with the plan b so i think yeah, yeah a lot of entrepreneurs like you know they do it even if one thing is there they'll they'll have their mind running in hundreds of places you know and they stick to one or two but at the same time they'll be like okay if this is not working this is what it is this is how it should be like so far the people i have spoken to i've found that one thing in them but yeah again it's perspective different for different people yeah <laughs> yeah and they say it's wise to you know not put all your eggs in one basket and uh, i can totally understand people not doing it so you know trying to diversify but the fact is you must have that many eggs you know so for someone like me with the you know starting out small really limited resources i have to ensure that whatever i have is being put to correct use so yes i think you know when you're working with really limited resources you have to really you know get it done got it also like when it comes to uh, the core of your brand that is fabric and design the design mm-hmm. side it's minimalism and on the fabric side it's biodegradable and all of that yeah so when it comes to that right if things are not working out okay maybe the design style or whatever that is not working out minimalism is not working out mm-hmm. would you consider adding few more categories or varieties in it for it to 
it work or would you rather stick to just that thing and no if it needs to build then it needs to be built on this which you successfully did so far so yeah i'm just trying to understand your thought process here like how important that factor is the thing is i mean i would i would always you know look for ways to support my business if let's say something is not working then you know makes no point to sit in one place and wait for it to work because again you know how will business actually go forward so my goal is always to keep integrating and implementing more new things i don't say no to that but again i mean i'm not in a rush so having said that i try to stick to one thing i also make sure that i'm not rushing into you know fast changes or too many changes in one design just because it's not working because eventually it will i mean there is a market for literally everybody so that's what i think uh, works for for every business not just clothing or fabric or anything but just for everyone makes sense makes a lot of sense so when it comes to marketing initially when you started off what were some of the channels that helped you and it's still helping you so it's only instagram to be honest i mean unless you really go for you know paid marketing tools which i seldom do it's only instagram instagram is really a lovely tool and i'm and i'm glad it's accessible to so many people it's it's for free it's accessible to so many people and it really helps businesses like ours got it so when it comes to putting out content out there right how does your content marketing strategy looks like when i scroll through there were so many different categories there were reels and there were images and uh, you know there was user generated content and a lot more yeah so how do you go about planning your whole marketing side of it so hey i'll be honest with you i mean until now until very recently i have not planned i have never planned my you know marketing content they say you know when they give you tutorials or when you uh, log into some youtube tutorial or any of these you know short courses they say you have to market it but yeah again uh, if you are doing it all by yourself if it's uh, not through an ad agency or a digital marketing team i personally i wouldn't know how planning a marketing content would look like again only until recently so we've started doing it now where uh, i try to focus on you know the stats because again instagram is such a good tool and uh, we've taken help of uh, some other uh, applications as well so using the stats we can we we try to engage with the fact that you know let's say for example if you know reels are something that bring us more traction so we try to Yeah, uh, make it a point to you know engage at least with one or two a week or maybe three a week. But again, there is no hard and fast rule. I mean, if you are associated with an agency, then yes, you know, two reels a week and three posts a week and uh, and and one giveaway a month. So, but uh, yes, uh, for me, I don't think this would work. Actually, maybe later it would. But right now, yeah, I'm quite enjoying this phase doing it myself. You are a one man army. No, I, we do have a team, but uh, the, the team is for you know basic basic things. So marketing and planning content and stuff is all that I do by myself. That's great, and you are on seventeen k, I believe, on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And how did the whole journey was like? You know, starting it from zero and making it happen. How long did it take? Two years now. I mean, we've been in business for two years, and that's. how long our instagram page has also been around to be honest uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I really can't en- can't gauge with the fact, you know, what a number of followership can or cannot do because, uh, like, your business exists to make sales, you know, and uh, followers are not proportional to your sales. Of course, they give a good idea about you know your presence in the market or your aesthetic or your brand value, but when it comes to sale, it's not. So I'm quite enjoying the attention. The uh, you know I mean 17k is not a very big number, but uh, whatever it is, I mean it's big for me because I've you know built yeah, it. Precisely, it is without a doubt. It is yeah. if you are doing it on your own and but, you are the person behind it, then of course it is. Of course, I mean I enjoy that you know people follow or they're looking at my content or they engage with it. That's nice. But really, I mean you know that doesn't motivate me sometimes as much as you know my sale would. So money is doing all the talk here. <laughs> yes, please, of course. <laughs> and that should do. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you also co-create a lot of content with influencers and like your customers as well. right like user generated sure. content have you done influencer marketing so far we have i mean we've uh, reached out to quite a few influencers and some of them work in the stride and some don't but uh, okay. yeah okay and so far whatever you have done how has that helped you like was it beneficial or what were the results of course i mean influencer marketing is really a great great tool um there is there are a bunch of people women in my case and um, they've built so much authenticity over time that you know other women are actually okay to buy blindly whatever you know that person suggests so it's worked a great deal for us good and bad both i mean but you really have to ensure that the person that you are engaging with an influencer is on the same Uh, they share the same beliefs or at least they have similar interests because only then your product will actually be showcased which is the final goal got it also when it comes to getting feedbacks from your customers how do you incorporate those things into your products like i'm sure when you started out or maybe still when you you know roll out a new collection people will have their feedbacks right maybe on the sizing or you know color and fabric and what not so how do you go about taking all those feedbacks and putting them into action and improving it better communicating and engaging is a really important part i mean i try say before i launch a particular collection or maybe a particular design there are always you know snippets of what is happening back end so there is a time when i have sourced a fabric for that particular collection or there has been a time where i have had some color swatches dyed for that particular collection so that is what i post through my content and that is how i engage so uh, that gives me a slight insight not 100% accurate but that gives me a slight insight into how well this will be received once something is launched uh, people are more responsive to you know certain colors or certain designs so you know something when you put up and they are like oh this is great you know we can't wait for it or uh, can you already you know send me the link to buy so i already know that you know i am going on the correct line and you know maybe a little tweaks here and there will work fine these are the kind of feedbacks i mean which help us and uh, yeah it's easier to incorporate because we we work in a very smaller system so we are in direct contact with master ji and the carriers and everyone so it's easier to incorporate everything 
Got it. So also when it comes to launching a new collection, do you put out the samplings before you actually have the products to understand the demand for the product? Not really. No, we do put out some snippets, like I mentioned. So, you know, maybe some fabric swatches or maybe just part picture, but we don't put out complete samples of them online for people to decide whether, you know, it will be well received or not. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, uh, of course, it's about, you know, including people and like, you know, women who follow us. So it's, of course, about including them in your journey. But uh, I mean, it's also important to, you know, believe in my design. And uh, while I'm 100% sure about it, I just try to ensure that I am on the correct path, you know, with my whole design. So I try to communicate with women on Instagram and it's it's been great so far. I mean, they communicate well. Okay. So there's this one product that I loved yesterday. Okay. okay. It's a green dress uh, with some, you know, golden strips or something. I think you were the one who was wearing it and I looked okay. for it on the page. It was sold out. Sure. Okay. So if a person like me who comes to your store for that product, okay. And mm-hmm. it's sold out. How do you go about having that customer and also showing other products? Again, you have other collections as well, right? But at the same time, when a product is sold out, how do you deal with it? To be honest, you know, they're sold out for, let's say, three weeks and then they will be back in stock after three weeks. And uh, that communicated, of course, we don't officially put it up on the website, but it's clearly communicated on Instagram. And, you know, I keep posting about it because when you work with limited resources, there are chances that you will run out of fabric or maybe something really gets sold out for good, you know, for never for never uh, it to come back. So in that case, we always communicate to the customer. And uh, I think in order to retain that customer, you really have to tell them the truth that, you know, this will come back after three weeks. So if, I mean, if they would be willing to wait for three weeks, then it's great. If not, then uh, I think that is one, you know, drawback of wanting to buy from small businesses that you want something and it's not available at that moment but uh, yeah i think it's a journey i mean really precisely because yeah. there's a lot of money on the table right and you're not able to take it from not there. <laughs> yeah no it happens a lot of times in fact i mean you know people want to buy it but you know the vendor that i particularly purchased from they say that that the particular fabric is completely out of stock and i will only have it after three weeks Yeah, I mean, it's just disappointing that, you know, you have really, you really have money on the table and you can't get it. But uh, I mean, yeah, I think it's just uh, you learn, you know, that's the process of you becoming big. So it's okay. I mean, I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's that's good. Ritwisa, what is that one marketing tactic that you feel is (laughs) overhyped and is not that effective? I'll have to say influencer marketing. (laughs) you just Uh, told it works out for you no it does it does work out but you know i also mentioned that only two out of ten times it will work out and the amount of energy and time and vanity it takes is not i mean i wouldn't say it's not worth of course you know the one and the one or two which really work they make it really worth but uh, again i mean i personally wouldn't suggest you know if a brand is really up for it i wouldn't suggest them to completely focus on that direction okay so if someone who is getting started okay and is absolutely new into the business Mm -hmm. 
and is running on a lean budget doesn't have much amount to pour into ads or hire influencers or celebrity endorsement and all of that tell me two things that you would do to take the brand forward first i swear by is engaging engage 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 so if you have access to any number of audience even if it's like a few hundreds or maybe a few thousands it's about engaging i mean these days i have noticed that people really are interested in knowing what they are wearing and where it comes from and uh, you know how it's made and uh, it may or may not lead to sale but it definitely creates authenticity so that is one thing i would say is a non negotiable i mean everything apart you must engage second thing is keeping it very clean and transparent in terms of marketing i understand you know decoration and aesthetic and vanity is a really tempting thing you know it really works for a brand it makes you look beautiful and i love it myself but there is a really fine line i mean it's it's just my opinion it's there's a very fine line in making it completely outright pushy and keeping it authentic so i personally focus on keeping the content very transparent and very clean when i say transparent is whatever are my ideologies you know about let's say i want to showcase of what happens behind the scenes or you know the challenges or small wins whatever i have thought of posting i try to keep it very raw so that really helps i mean people are wanting to know more about it and if you give them that in a very raw state then you will be appreciated um and sooner or later it will turn to a sale because yeah i mean they're liking what you're doing makes a lot of sense that's all i had to ask you today ritwiza great conversation great. i love the approach you are taking and how you are taking the brand forward thank you for taking out your time and uh, you know talking to us on saturday evening <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for giving this opportunity thank you found this episode insightful follow us on spotify to listen to more of such conversations every week